two idiots wander the wilderness in search of forgiveness from their listeners for not recording a show for another two weeks. We're very sorry, and we're back on episode 123 of Have You Seen? I think I'll do. Yeah, start with the grovel. Hello, everyone. You know how we said on the last episode there would be a show next week? Mm. Welcome to next week. <laughs> uh, time is an elastic concept in the yeah. Have You Seen Submersible? Yeah. Um, sorry. Uh, we should probably also say now this is going to be our last show of 2015. Yeah. yeah. We've Just decided, to be safe. Yeah, we've decided that we're going to cut our losses for this year. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Resolve to be better boyfriends to you next year. Yes, yes. absolutely. Yeah, I think that's the best. We will come bearing flowers and chocolates. Yeah. And podcasts. cuddles and... <laughs> what, and podcasts? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, fine. That's Floating the, uh, like marshmallows in the hot chocolate of the internet. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they can do without the... Uh, uh, flowers and cuddles if they get the podcast. Oh, all right. Fine. Um, well, you've thrown me. Um, what are we talking about? Well, we've got um, Finding Vivian Meyer and What We Do in the Shadows to Okey talk dokey. about. Okie dokie. Photos um, or vampires first? Let's go photos first. Okay. Do you want to remind everybody, and particularly me, yeah. what Finding Vivian Meyer is all about? I'm going to try and lean across the table and pick up my water without hitting the microphone. Okay. Wish me luck. Oh. Wow, it's like magic. Oh, there's a there's a ghostly hand floating it towards me that doesn't belong to anybody in this room, for there are no other people in this room apart from me and Tom. Oh, I'm Kieran and that's Tom. Hello. We should say that every episode, really. Yeah. Although you think people would know after 123. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, new listeners right. and all that. I'm Bert, that's Ernie. <laughs> and the mysterious ghostly hand is yeah. also present. Um, shit. What? It's going so well until I clock my pop shield with my glasses <laughs> I went to raise it to my mouth. Carry on. Um, So Finding Vivian Meyer is um, a documentary about a rather strange woman who um, was just this kind of puzzling enigma of a lady who was an amazing street photographer, but her day job was as a a nanny. Mm. Um, It basically... uh, the story kind of tries to unravel who she was uh, whilst kind of talking through her photographs and things like that and and tracing back, trying to find uh, families that she was the nanny for, kids she looked after, people, mm. anyone who knew her, basically. Um, there's a there's a quick... Which seemed to be everybody and nobody. Ex- yeah. 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 It was, it was, it was kind of like everybody in... This movie was her acquaintance, and they knew her name. Mm. Well, they, well, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's a bone of contention yeah. at some point as well. And they they knew she was a bit odd, but nobody really knew who she was. Mm. Um, the The film was made by a guy called John John Maloof, yes, who uh, was writing a historical book and needed some photographs. Um, and rather than buy them via Places like Getty, yeah, and yeah. all uh, what is it called? Uh, all the kind of yeah, libraries. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he decided that he would just go to auction houses because he had one across the road from him, hmm. uh, and just see if he could buy up people's odd photos on the off chance that um, he, something would suit what he was writing. Yeah, and he ended up with a bunch of her negatives, um, and spent a couple of years kind of starting to scan them and realizing that he really liked them, but he mm. wasn't sure if they were 
art or whether mm. everyone else would like them or not. Eventually, he kind of found some things in her, uh, found some of her possessions and decided he'd try and figure out who she was and track her down if she was still alive. Um, and it kind of goes from that point, really. He just starts, he, he finds a, a phone number with no area code. Yeah, because at the time, at the time, there were no area codes in Chicago. It was just. Yeah, so he just started putting. Trying all the different areas. Trying all the things. Do you know know this woman called Vivian Meyer? Do you know this woman called Vivian Meyer? Um, Yeah, and it kind of just burgeons from there, really. Mm. Um, I guess it's it's difficult to kind of talk about it in a linear fashion because it's not really. No, it's not. You're kind of, it's a bit scattershot as to how you find out about her. Yes. Um, But anyway, just kind of, what do you think? Well, it just kind of, it opens with lots of shots of people thinking. Yes. And I did wonder if there's going to be anybody speaking at all in this documentary for a Mm. minute. Um, yeah, I took down the um, the stats, right? Of uh, like all the things. Oh found. yeah, go yeah, yeah. into a no, uh, hundred thousand negatives, mm. seven hundred undeveloped color films, yeah. two thousand undeveloped black and white films, yeah, and one hundred and fifty eight millimeter and sixteen millimeter cine films. Yeah, that's a lot. That's of an stuff. incredible amount. Yeah, I think one one general, and you con- know that's not all of it. No, absolutely. And the general consensus from everyone that they can all agree on was that she was what they call a pack rat. Yeah, and she was basically a hoarder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, taking photographs seems to have been a part of that obsession. Yeah, and it does seem to me that it was just the taking of the photographs. It didn't really matter what happened to them after that. Seemingly, no. Well, they touch on that later on. They do a little bit. Yeah, because um, it seemed like nobody had seen these pictures. No. Uh, the first time they kind of appeared to the public was when he was putting them on Flickr. Mm. Um, or some other yeah, image was, service yeah. or other, uh, and people started like liking these pictures. Yeah. Um, but there have been no exhibitions while she was alive. Mm. But you find out later on that she had had that idea because there's a letter to the yes, developers a, she used in France. Yeah, a printer, wasn't it? Yeah. She, yeah, she wanted to collaborate with him. So she kind of yeah. knew that they were good. Yeah. But I do... She's a very, very complex and unusual woman. Yeah. I mean, let's kind of like, so she affected a French accent. I like the um, the argument that's not yes. an argument between the two guys yeah. as to whether she was uh, whether she was French, French, German. And had lost most of her accent. Yeah. Or if she was an American who was putting on a crap fra- fake French accent. Yeah. Uh, and it appears to be the latter is the truth. Yeah. So so we, her family came from, oh, was it sort of the Alsace region, wasn't yeah. it? Um, Some hence, small hence the, village with a long name. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, hence the yeah. German-sounding surname, but the French, bizarre mm. French accent. Mm. She affected this French accent. She um, would, if she was caring for the kids, she would just just go off into like yeah, she would just anywhere. take them to really sketchy areas of town. Yeah, like you know, really and dodgy abandon parts them and of take Chicago. photos and then come back and pick them up and carry on. Yeah, so she would just wander around taking all of these photos. She would um, sort of in the late seventies and eighties, she'd have tape recorders and she'd go and tape conversations yeah. with people. She was obs- lots of political things, yeah. wasn't there? Yeah, she's very obsessed with um, collecting. To be a Republican from the badges that were in the collection. Yes. I noticed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, loads and loads of newspapers and newspaper mm. cuttings and just all sorts of she had like kind of a fascination with the bizarre. Yeah, macabre more than bizarre. That's because they were yes. all things about. It was all a lot of them were violence. Violence, yeah, uh, particularly murders and particularly violence towards women. Yeah, um, yeah. 
Yeah, and, uh, and uh, somebody says she had a she really liked saying "I told you so" when it came come, came to those kind of things. Yeah, they kind of set up that the the possibility that that something had happened to her or yeah, you know, and it's not very clear as to whether it did or not. But yeah. um, everyone said she, like she she would dress in men's clothing. She would make herself look very like she she. I just wrote she was a hipster. Well, kind of. <laughs> they all say like she dressed like a man from 1925. That's true. If you go true, to the yeah. right part of London, you'll see lots of women dressed like they're men from 1925. That, that is very true. That is true. But I think it was more to do with hiding the fact that she was a woman. Yeah, possibly. So there's kind of that sort of really dark element to her. It gets darker as well. It, it does. It takes a very odd twist later on. Yeah. With like allegations of beating and force feeding and things. That, that's the stuff I'm not so sure about. You think that... What's her name was making up for attention? Possibly. Hmm. I mean, it's very difficult to say something like that because you don't know all of the facts. No, no, no. And it's, but it's odd that she was the only one that had that kind of thing to say. I would say, I would. So, I I, have to, I would chat to my wife about this because hmm. she she's a cognitive behavioural therapist, yeah, yeah, yeah. so she's trained in psychology. And I sort of said, what what is the chances that someone suffered some form of abuse, whether it's sexual physical or mm. just violence or mental abuse that they would then do it to somebody else mm. she said it's very 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 rare mm. and i think there has to be i think it's i think it's like it's almost non-existent in cases of sexual abuse but i think violent abuse is slightly higher mm. chance but it it i don't know it just doesn't quite mm. mesh together all of that that's not to say she wasn't brusque and like I mean, yeah. you can tell from recordings of her voice. So I do wonder if it was a case of she didn't seem to be the most patient. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I do wonder if it was a case of brusqueness and maybe a quick like if a kid's doing something, just like pulling them yeah, close yeah. over that that has been misinterpreted as being more aggressive yeah, yeah. than it was. I don't know, but that's a very difficult thing yeah, to talk about when you is. don't really know all of the details. But nobody knows the details when it comes to her. No, that's the thing. Like. There's a recording of her, like they, like they ask her. Someone asks her her occupation, and she says, "I'm sort of a spy." Yeah, exactly. And they're and they're like, "Who, who would say that?" No, because you are a spy. If, you're, you're not going to say, say that. No. Yeah. So yeah, she kind of positioned herself in a really odd way. Mm. And there's something about the um, they talk. They try and trace her family, don't they? Mm. And uh, there's the uh, the genealogist who's like who says the whole family is a mystery. Yes. Yeah, it's like she's just one part of this wacky puzzle, but they kind of they track the lineage and yeah, like find the find the small town in France. Yeah, it does seem to be very unusual, and I guess um, around because around that time would be, I guess the period would be between nineteen ten and nineteen forty. Mm. Lineages and family got very unusual and obscure because of people either wanting to associate or dissociate themselves with certain nationalities yes because of yes. you know wars and uh, or or certain religions and things yes. like that so so there was a lot of things went a bit funny and it's very and difficult branches of family trees abruptly terminated exactly yeah, yeah. i w- watched a program last night about guy martin who yeah. was in the, the tt racer his grandfather was latvian right and the the elephant in the room was that he fought for the germans during the war right but then when Guy goes to find out, it turns out that Latvians were conscripted into the SS, and if they didn't, they were shot. Fine. 
So it's yeah. kind of like there's 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 all that kind of stuff going on. So I can kind of imagine that's why a lot of families, like those, particularly ones that move to America, yeah. kind of go a bit skew if around that time period. Yeah. And it's a bit difficult to trace. Yes. But the one thing we haven't spoken about yet, mm. what did you think of the photographs? They're great. There are, there's some amazing photos in there. Uh, yeah. I think of all the ones I show on screen, there was only one that, and I can't even remember what it was, that right. made me wonder why they put that one in. Because it right. just composition-wise and the rest of it, it just wasn't as good as all the others. No. But I, I, my last note is she found photographic beauty in everything. Every yeah. picture is amazing. Mm. She's an incredible photographer, obviously a very strange and damaged person. Yeah, I think that, yeah, that really, really sums it up. And I, it's funny because I watched this documentary because I've really got into doing photography. Yes. And I really like doing street photography. But uh, in the time we live in now, you can't, it's like I couldn't go in, even if I was as good as she was, take photographs like she took in London. No, because she's now. right up close to people. Yeah, because you know and she, she basically a... just goes, "Hey, click." Exactly. Yeah. I also, mean, she... you're not quite as weird as she is. That's true. Yeah, but I mean, she would she would be as close to you are to me right now, if not closer. That's like just like a six foot table between yeah. us. We should. This is an audio medium. Yeah, no, yeah. I know. I'm this just, isn't I'm one just of those ones of... where you're at home and I'm at home and we're <laughs> communicating via Skype. That's true. Like, yeah. Because yeah. um, so, if you could take a picture of me like that from Essex, yeah, that's true. That would be really weird. You've been buying zoom lenses <laughs> that are a bit above your station. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, how she got some of those mm. shots are just absolutely amazing. And, and like, it's not so, like today where you could take it from far away and it was big enough that you could crop it to wherever you want. Like she no. has to be has to be that close. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Um, and the other thing is the camera she was using mm. for most of it was a one of those sort of medium format cameras where you look down in the top. Yes. And it's got a mirror. Yeah. And I've I've got a couple of cameras that are like that. Mm. And I tell you what, framing in those cameras yeah. is one of the hardest because everything's backwards. So when you rotate or move one way, you actually realise you have to move the other way. Mm. And and it just absolutely screws your perception of what you're looking at, mm. and it's really difficult to do it fast. It's uh, you know I like to get. But the if shots. you're used to it, and you take that many pictures. Well, as I she get did, yeah, then, exactly. You know, yeah, I think you'd have gotten used to it after a hundred thousand negatives. And, well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it, but just the the ability to get that focus that mm. fast, and and it, it's that's a it's a real real skill. Mm. But yeah, I absolutely love her photographs. There's a couple of like they, uh, John Maloof has made a couple of like coffee book table. Oh yeah, coffee table, coffee table books. Yes, he hasn't um, made any coffee tables. No, <laughs> no, the right words in the right order help. Yeah, um, and I'd I'd love to get some of those because mm. I think um, yeah, they're, they're was really that him just before Christmas? <laughs> no, no, oh, okay, just interested. No, um, I was going to see if I've got anything else in my notes before. Well, I wrote that John Maloof looks like the guy Hollywood would cast as my brother in the movie of my life. <laughs> Because he just looks like yeah. a Hollywood version of of my brother. Yeah, I um, hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. We've run through. They, he's now John Maloof. He ran out of basically had no time to continue processing yeah. her photos. So there's like a lab at the time of this film. It's a lab in New York doing thousands. Yeah. Like the it like it's their job to process all her pictures. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's incredible. And I have to say, like, I mean. Those negatives must have been. In, I mean, some of the images that he scanned and printed are yeah. so clear. I yeah. mean, those, those negatives must be in really good nick. And yeah. if not, he must. But they have... just appear to be like stuffed in cardboard boxes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is that you can you can keep film for decades mm. if it's not been exposed and it's in either a fridge or preferably a freezer. Yes, but if it's been exposed, 
and it's just lying in temperature swings and mm. and warm and then then it just it just disintegrates so it's it's phenomenal they manage yeah, yeah. to get anything off them it really really is i'm going to see if there's anything else so the only other thing i have yeah go on is they take the trip to france and they yeah. talk about her french background yeah and listening to americans trying to say anything french is always hilarious and painful <laughs> to me <laughs> yeah it's quite it's quite funny um it's quite funny when they're, they're, he's trying to show these pictures mm. and, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's me, that's so-and-so. Yeah. And, so, and yeah. yeah. It's, uh, I think uh, the only kind of thing that I, my main kind of thought about why she took all those photographs was that she was obviously a collector. Yeah. She collected everything. You know, she collected pin badges. She collected tickets. She collected receipts. Mm. She collected newspapers and i think the photographs were just her way of collecting moments yeah and i don't know if she ever like we were talking about before i don't know if she ever really kind of thought that far ahead about what would happen to them all no no it'd be interesting to know what she made of what she would have made of this film well and the uh the the obsession with digital photography and taking photos of everything you know what what was vivian Meyer would be like on instagram with yeah like yeah millions of pictures of food coming <laughs> yeah, absolutely like yeah. coming, coming across her feed every day yeah yeah i hadn't thought about that that'd mm. be incredible wouldn't it the important part is do we recommend this documentary to people i do okay i think a better documentary can be made about the subject much like the shep gordon one we did yeah in the I, I can kind of see that yeah 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 yeah, I think there's a again, it's a fascinating person mm. about which a better film can probably be made. Yes, yeah, but yeah, I respect this one for like it's essentially like one guy trying to put everything together. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the one thing I did think mm. is, and I know it's a hook and a story and a way to travel through and find out about Vivian Meyer. Mm. I did feel some of the time he was making it more about him than about her. Yeah. Yeah, I can, this is yeah, my there journey are to find Vivian Meyer. Not let's go find Vivian Meyer together. Yeah. Yes, yeah, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I can see that, but it's worth yeah. a watch. I think, definitely. yeah, definitely, yeah. Right, let's move on to something much, much sillier. Uh, about which I originally wrote on the fifth of October. So that tells you uh, how well we're doing with these shows this year. What we do in the shadows, yeah, um, is purportedly presented by the New Zealand Documentary Board. Uh, and it's a mock documentary about flat-sharing vampires in Wellington, New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, there's Viago, who is... Uh, I, I listed him as the camp dandy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vladislav is the sexy one. Yeah. Uh, Deacon is the cool one. And Peter is thousands of years old and essentially Nosferatu. Yes. Uh, they all kind of represent different parts of vampire lore. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, they don't, even though they've lived forever, they're not very good at adapting to 21st century life. No. Um, conflict is introduced when uh, Nick, a newbie vampire, uh, joins the group and brings his human friend Stu along. And Deacon doesn't like this at all. No. And that's that's where the kind of the beginning of the story comes from. Yeah. There are all kind of branches and things that come off that. Uh, I have seen this uh, three times and each time I watch it, I like it more and find more jokes and laugh more at it. Um, I actually wanted to watch it again before we did this. I just forgot. Right. Um, But what did you think? Um, Overall, I really liked it. Excellent. I think I thought it would appeal would appeal to the mock doc fan in you. Yes. There's there's only a couple of things that I think 
it would have benefited from. Mm. A setting up the ball, which is essentially the finale. Yes. Setting up that that was going to happen at the beginning. Yes. It would have been nice to have that as kind of... If you think about um, all of the... It does kind of jump from subject to subject yeah. a bit, doesn't it? So that's my other thing. My other point I was going to make is mm. actually, I think, as it is now, mm. it would have been better as a serialised sketches or show. Yes, possibly. Um, in terms of the way it's presented, mm. rather than a feature film. Yeah. But if they'd done, like in the Christopher Guest mock documentaries you know you're always building to something happening yes so you know whether it's the mayflower dog show or it's the sesquicentennial pageant for waiting for guffman mm. uh, or whether it's the concert in a mighty wind mm. you, you always know that that yeah, entity yeah. is going to be the end so i think if you're going to do it as a hour and a half feature you kind of needed that sort of end point that they're preparing that's the thing for. about the guest ones yes they're all about um, they're all apart about from maybe well, Spinal Tap wasn't directed by Christopher Guest, no. but uh, no, all the Christopher Guest ones are. There is, yeah, there is a thing, and we are following a, a the lives of to people. It. Yeah, different journeys towards that one thing. Yeah. Whereas this is more, you're right, it's more fly on the wall and TV. Yeah. Week by week, exactly. reactionary yeah. style. So if this had been like a serialized sketch within, yeah. uh, like something like Big Train or something, yeah. then I, I would have hands down absolutely yeah. loved it. Yeah. But as as the way it's done in this, I think it could have done with that overriding arc a bit more. Mm. But other than that, mm. you know, I really enjoy. Oh, and a Noel Fielding cameo is something that I was kind of expecting to happen, and it never did. No, I don't know why. <laughs> I just kind of thought he would. Why? Why would he not be in this? Mm. Um, but Wrong no, country. I, I really did uh, did like it. Um, I li- I really liked the werewolves. Any scenes with werewolves, werewolves. Not werewolves? Yeah, yeah. They're they're just brilliant, and the inter- like the way their dynamic is very very different from the vampire dynamic. Mm. And like you could almost have had a whole other yes thing about them. Yes, um, which I thought. I, and I the bit where they're preparing for the full moon and the transformation. Yeah. <laughs> I told you not to wear jeans. It's yeah. got to be loose joggers. You don't want them to tear off when you change. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Jesus, you're going to look like the Incredible Hulk in all of this. Lot. Yeah. Yeah. I have written so many notes about this, this film. Yeah. That, that's right at the end as well. No, I know. I know. Um, I, well, I like the, the bit where you, where you first encounter the werewolves. Mm. Is they they just pass in the street on a night out, yeah, and it's kind of like two opposing gangs. But my that's when the we're werewolves, not swearwolves comes in. Yeah. But my other gag that I noticed in that is just off to the side, one of the other vampires is waving his hand about like he's got a ball. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and yeah. He just throws, and they're like, "Leave it! It's nothing there! It's nothing yeah, there!" Yeah. But he throw it. Yeah, and it, see that just really made me laugh. Yeah. Um, the uh, the comparison between why you eat virgins that and is, sandwiches. That is one of my favourite quotes of the entire cinematic year. <laughs> yeah. I think of it like this. If you're going to eat a sandwich, you'll just enjoy it more if you know that no one has fucked it. Yeah. <laughs> that's an amazing quote. Because I just like, I sat there and I, I was laughing and I thought, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's very true. Yeah. No, like... That's a line I always forget about. It catches me every time I've seen it. Um, yeah, it's very, it's very because that's done in that's done in an interview with uh, Vlad, is it Vladislav? Yes, yeah, and it's it's done an interview with him, and it kind of is just a normal casual. So you don't you don't expect there to be such a 
significant punchline. No, no, it's yeah. In that moment. Um I thought Stu was brilliant at just being an average guy. Yeah. No matter what the situation. Yeah, yeah. he works in computers. Yeah, yeah. And he was just everything he did was just perfectly like Bit, the one the understated and just he was just so normal. The bit there's a bit where it's just a single shot where he's teaching um Viago martial arts. Yeah. So they've got their got their geese on and like <laughs> like Viago can fly, so he can do these silly flying kicks. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, punching high and he's like, Hi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, when he's teaching them about the internet. Yes, that I've got that written down. That's <laughs> like, one of my favourite sequences is where they learn about When they're the on Facebook, poke him, poke him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the fact that I, I thought it was you really cool. Oh, you can find anything on Google. Okay. I lost a nice <laughs> scarf about three years ago. <laughs> yeah. Use the Google. Yeah. Oh, um, I, lost, I lost a nice, nice scarf in 1912. Yeah. The, I, I'd like the fact that, you know, one of the things they first look up on YouTube is a, <laughs> is a sunrise. Yes. Yeah, so I don't think she's a virgin if she's doing that <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 movies of a sunrise is good yeah and i always think that's quite it's deacon that always kind of goes back to those those sunrise movies mm. and that kind of gives sort of the slight heart to his character because mm. he he plays the kind of sort of like tough guy mm. image um we talked last time about the only clip you'd seen which was them getting ready for a night yes. out but yeah, they yeah. don't have Mirrors, mirrors so they have to sketch, sketch each you. other yes yeah i did that was I, that really made me laugh when i saw that clip and I, I get that whole the whole sequence of them preparing to go out and then then when they get out they can't go anywhere because they're not they allowed to in. In. Yeah. yeah yeah was it a line there i go for a look called dead but delicious we are the bait but also the trap <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah and it's when um when uh nick joins the group mm. and they're all of it uh, mm. and the thing that kind of wins them around is the fact that he's got a couple of mates who are dormant so he can get in, yes. get them yeah, into yeah. clubs and stuff and then he goes around telling everybody he's a vampire yeah yeah and meets the vampire hunter yeah yeah who turns out to actually be a yeah, vampire hunter. hunter yeah the, the, there's another one that makes it up where they meet the two young girl vampires right yeah like, what, are you, what are you doing out tonight <laughs> we're off to meet a pedophile <laughs> yeah and then you in the background of a shot later on you see them eating him yeah yeah um, I, I really liked the um, the bit where the police turn up. Yes. They turn up at the vampire lair. You will not notice anything. No, we hope not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and they're, tr- they're trying to use all their kind of mind control on them. And, and I just love that they're, they're looking around at everything and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. And then near the end you know deacon's like shall, shall we eat them shall we eat them and vladislav's like no no let's see what other health and safety tips yeah. they have first yeah <laughs> yeah it's kind of it's loaded with just gags pretty much non-stop yeah and there's physical stuff and sight gags and funny lines and setups and payoffs yeah and all kinds of stuff um i think i said uh, i think i said before uh taika waititi the mm. director mm. and also which one does he play he plays vigo Viago, yes. Viago, yes. Uh, he is directing the new Thor film. Oh, really? Yes. Huh. Uh, going along with Marvel's vein of picking comic uh, yeah. directors yeah. to direct their comic book movies. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, very interesting. And I think, has he made, I think he's made one other movie apart from this. Right. Did he do that? Did he do the Eagle versus Shark? No, so I was just about to say, did he do that? I couldn't I think so, possibly. Right. I, Which seen I, did, I have seen it, and I didn't, 
like it as much as I thought I was going to. I might right. watch it again. Right. Uh, I think I've got a copy knocking around. Right. Yeah, no, I, I think this is, like you said, it's one of those movies that the more you watch it, the more you'll get out of it. Yeah. And there was something there was something I watched recently. Yeah, I'm just, I've just written down a whole load of quotes and one just caught it. They just keep catching my eye. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Just leave me to do my dark bidding on the internet. <laughs> I'm bidding on a table. <laughs> yeah. That really made me laugh as well. Yeah. It's, I think it's, it's, it is one of those movies where the, the, the big story and kind of the character arcs and stuff, they're not the important bit. No. It's the detail yes. that really makes this. Yes. Um, you know, I think it could possibly could have been had a stronger story arc. Yes. But, you know, it's 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 just as funny with, with all of those little bits. Yes. And you just keep finding them every time. Should we move on to... Uh, what are we doing? Oh, we're pitching things. Well, we're sort of pitching things. Yeah. Right. Um. In keeping with us letting our listeners down, uh, we have been let down. Two people were supposed to send us pitches for movies we've been dying to watch for ages and haven't. So we're just going to go ahead and watch them blind. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to read the IMDb synopses. Okay. And that's it. Uh, although the IMDb app on my iPad has chosen right now to stop working. Excellent. Oh, no, there we go. No, I don't want notification from IMDb. Go away. So, first up is Whiplash. Yeah. The ghostly hand just nodded. <laughs> I presume the ghostly hand has seen Whiplash. Does it get your thumbs up? There's a thumbs up from the ghostly hand. Right. Um, uh, all it says on IMDb is a promising young drummer enrolls at a cutthroat music conservatory where his dreams of greatness are mentored by an instructor who will stop at nothing to realise a student's potential. Right. Buzz. Sorry. Anybody interesting? No. Oh, okay. Uh, it's essentially, yes, J.K. Simmons bullies Miles Teller into becoming a good drummer, as far yeah. as I can tell. Yeah, I went, I, I shot our interviews at the premiere for this, mm. and I was intrigued from then on. And it, like everyone in the press lineup, all the journalists who'd seen it were just absolutely raving about yeah. it. And, and like, everyone I know who's seen it absolutely raves about it. The person who was and, supposed to pitch this to us has said, all I basically said, all I can tell you is it's brilliant. I can't tell you why it's brilliant. Yeah, I, I mean, I think was it the guy who made it, wrote it and shot it in something stupid like oh yeah, like two weeks or whatever. Three, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. He wrote it in a week, and shot it in three months or something. It was. We'll get into uh, that kind of trivia uh, next episode. Yeah. I'm not saying next week ever again. No, no, next no. year. <laughs> yes, next year. Yeah, <laughs> um, sounds about right. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, and just you know, J.K. Simmons is always worth a watch. And oh yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So there we go. Oh, and the other one uh, mm-hmm. is Ex Machina. Right. Uh, which um, I've wanted to watch since I heard about it. My friend, in fact, bought me a copy on Blu-ray in July for my birthday and I <laughs> left it unopened because I knew we were going to be doing it on this film, yeah. on this film, on, on this, this podcast. Yeah. We were never sent the pitch. Yeah. Uh, it's now available worldwide <laughs> on Netflix. Um, and IMDb says... Oh, hang on. I know nothing about this movie apart from the title, by the way. Oh, do you want to put your fingers in your ears and go in completely blind? Yeah, maybe. Hang on. Okay. A young programmer is selected to participate in a groundbreaking experiment in artificial intelligence by evaluating the human qualities of a breathtaking female AI. You can take your fingers out your ears now. You can't hear me. I have to make right, sense. Okay. Did you hear any of that? I, I, all I can hear is... So well, that's like, what I hear when I look at your <laughs> file up. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like the teacher in Peanuts. 
Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. <laughs> that movie's out next year. Oh, really? Although, having watched uh, a trailer again, I think the film I most want to see next year so far is Deadpool. Right, I haven't watched... I've kind of started this policy of just not watching anything for any films that I want to watch. Right. So, so far, I still haven't seen and have seen nothing of Spectre. Right, I've, I've seen that. I've seen no trailers or anything for Star Wars. I don't care about that. I will probably go Although I nearly it. ended up going to the screening that's on tonight. Yeah. I, I have seen all of the other six in the cinema. Right. So I kind of feel like I should. You should. Um, it's going to be playing a while. Just because if it's amazing, I'll really I'll be really annoyed if I didn't go. Yeah. But I, I just, can imagine it's not going to, you know. I, I I'm am, not a huge Star Wars fan, I no, will admit. But and I'm, I'm the rare go. thing. I'm a man in his mid-30s who could not give fuck one about Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's all right, but I wouldn't, you know. Oh, so I might go. Terrible writing. It's so bad. Oh, yeah. It's so bad. Yeah. Um, what was the other thing? There's a couple of... I presume uh, all of our listeners have switched off now. Yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, there's there's well, a whole load of other stuff that I haven't... I just, I've just I avoided trailers for. So. Yeah. I don't even know what's coming out next year. I'm, I'm playing it that kind of... Oh, there'll be Marvel movies. Oh, there's yeah, Batman versus Superman, which had a great trailer up until they revealed the fact that it's Batman versus Superman and then Batman and Superman against a big CG thing. Oh, well, that was yeah. going to happen, wasn't it? I know. Yes, so they ruined a, uh, what could have been a great idea. Yeah, well, that, that those movies just... that As soon as you see from the director of... 300. 300, or yeah. the director of the what you like, no. Yeah. No. No Zack Snyder here. Nope. So, I can't really talk any more about X Machina because you don't want to hear about no, it. No, no. But uh, there you go. So you don't know who's in it. You don't know nope. anything about it at all. Marvellous. Well, if anybody wants to know any more, they can go and look it up themselves on the internet. Yeah. Do you know what would be better? What? Is if people have seen it. Yes. And Or Whiplash, and they want to send us... Uh, reviews. Reviews. I now have to go back into my notes and try and find the plugs and thanks, which is always... Um, an interesting prospect, especially now that Apple have changed the Notes app to make it harder to search. There we go. Oh, yeah, that's really annoying, that is. Yeah, I don't want to draw on my notes because I can't draw. I just no. want to be able to find them easily. So, yeah. he's not interested. He's faffing around with his phone. No, I'm interested. There's no need because I read this every episode. Oh, You've heard this 120 times All already. Right, I don't need okay, to Okay, so, if you have seen Whiplash and or Ex Machina, uh, you can let us know in the short form on Twitter at HYS Podcast. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash have you seen podcast. The website is have you seen dot net and over Christmas might actually end up becoming up to date. Really? For the first time in I think over a year. Right. I think our archive only goes up to seventy five on there. Yeah, quite possibly. Yeah. yeah. And we're now this is number hundred and twenty three, so I should probably yeah. probably sort that out. I heard me. that. It wasn't me. Oh, it did, wasn't me I, either. I did because nothing. Mine's mine's not on the I thing. I think it was the ghost. We have a vibrating ghost. Ooh. <laughs> anyway, um, the email is podcast at have you seen dot net. I've mentioned nothing. I'm sure I've mentioned all the other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we still also have a YouTube channel that we don't upload anything onto. Yeah. Uh, apart from, uh, we'd made a, a few short videos ages ago. Uh, where we essentially pitch films to you because they're films yeah. we like and we're not going to cover on this show because we've both seen them. Yeah. There's the epic uh, episode 100 video edition and there's our short film, Barry, which yes. we implore you all to watch. Mm -hmm. We like shares and likes on Facebook, particularly if new show posts. We like retweets on Twitter, again, especially if new show tweets. We like reviews on iTunes, those with lots of stars, and we like your pitches for new films and reviews of stuff we've covered. Mm. 
Thank you to everybody for listening, especially if you've done any of those things. Thank you to Upbeat Productions for letting us into the submersible again, uh, which has a lovely uh, fake wooden floor today. Yeah. And part of a fake wooden wall, I notice. I, I have to say, I think since the live stream that we mm. did for this, yes. our set building skills have excelled. They have. So if so we, when we get to do episode one, 200, yeah, we might have a really we'll have a fancier fancy, set yeah. and people can see how much we've aged since yeah, episode 100. Yeah. yeah. Thank you to that'll be like three or four years before we get to episode yeah, 200. Yeah, probably. The I'll, great I'll, going I, I, look, I'm assuming we'll have given up by then. <laughs> I almost jacked this in last week. Um Thank you to Alexi Mahan for his technical expertise. Thank you to Nicola, the social media manager for managing social media. And thank you to the invisible ghost hand who does not exist, who passed me my water and is trying not to laugh. That's it. Yeah, we did. Right. We, you know, ghost hand has lost it. Yeah. Good. Um, uh, also, thank you to Maddie Caso for no apparent reason. Uh, we'll be back in 2016 when we will be talking early 2016, let's say January. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Because, well, if I say 2016, that's a bit broad. Yeah. But also opens it up if we don't actually manage to record one in January. No, let's say January. Let's say January. Okay. We'll be back at some point in January, hopefully early January. Yeah. 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 You've got your arms tightly folded like you don't think this is going to happen. No, I'm just thinking, well, I know that first week back, we might have a chance. Second week back, we've got a lot on. Right. So uh, we might be able to do one the first week we come back, but we might have to... Skip right. a week before the following Fine. one. At but we'll some see point in January, you'll get to hear episode 124, yes. which will contain Ex Machina and Whiplash. Yes. And until then, have an excellent Christmas, whether you celebrate it or oh, not. Oh, shit, yeah, it's Christmas. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I completely forgot. Uh, and a wonderful new year. And we will see you at some point in January. Yes. Bye. Bye. Christmas. You forgot. It's December the 18th. No, it's no, not. Is it? 15th. 15th. Yeah. Do you want nothing? No. All right. Cool. Me neither. Yeah. yeah.